Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Question about inflation. Question about the uh, interest rate, Bank of Canada interest rate. Where are we going? What should we expect? And for that kind of information, we always like to go to Professor Eric Cam, Professor of Macroeconomics at Ryerson University, our good friend. Professor Cam, how are you today? I'm doing very well, Roy, and I need you to do me a favor. I'm, I'm honored to kick off the weekend, but when you do speak to representatives of the trucking industry, including the drivers themselves, please tell them that there are a large group of people right behind them wondering why the prime minister of this country is more concerned with their vaccination status than the supply chain. You know, and it's such an excellent point, and it was brought up by Perrin Beatty. It's been brought up by me. It's been brought up by you. It's been brought up by thousands and thousands of people for such a long period over the last two years as we struggled with the pandemic, the drivers who crossed the border, were unvaccinated because no vaccines were available, were considered to be selfless heroes. And now many of them are considered to be selfish and, uh, and unresponsive and, and not, uh, not caring enough. So, yeah, we'll talk about that. So let you tell me, please, uh, what are your thoughts? And you, we've talked about this, but let's get at the inflation rate, where it is now, at the rate it's increasing, what concerns you have, and does it necessarily follow that there'll be an interest rate increase by the Bank of Canada? Well, let's go backwards. So, yes, there is going to be an interest rate increase by the Bank of Canada. Now, whether they go this month on the 26th or they hold off, there's pretty certainly going to be a 25 basis point jump either in the next meeting or the meeting after that. It's, it's not going to take much longer. And I have to say, in terms of transparency, the Bank of Canada has done a good job to say it's coming. And, you know, in a sense, there's little else that they can do. I mean, the annual inflation rate now is about 5%. I mean, don't sue me 0.1% higher or lower. But all you've got to do is look at numbers of things that people purchase every day in this country. And we know that the price of services is up almost 4%, goods 7%, gas 34%. So the Bank of Canada really has its arms tied into, well, what do you want us to do if you want to bring down these prices? And there's only so many tools at their disposal. And right now, the one that they haven't played in years is to raise interest rates. So they are going to. But I'd like to tell the good listenership to not be uh, not be fooled into thinking that this is going to be a magic cure all because it is not. Uh, And namely, I can say two things, and we can go into either one if you want. It is not going to take the pressure off of uh, housing prices, and it is not going to take the pressure off the supply chain. So is it going to help the price level? Yes. Is it going to be a magic cure for everything, Roy? No. Okay. I did want to ask you about the housing because that's the first question people ask. Yeah. I mean, the housing market, I mean, there's so many influences on the housing market, and sure, the housing market does follow the law of demand. And when the price goes up, the quantity demanded goes down. So can you expect to see on, in a sense, the price effect cause a decrease in demand? Well, maybe. But I I question whether a 25-point change is going to do very much. And you're still fighting against, to me, the number one issue um, with the housing market, one and 1A. One is a supply problem. They don't build a lot of new houses. And number two, and I use this term loosely, please, the immigration problem. 
not that immigration is a problem, but when eight out of 10 immigrants to Canada come to the 416-905 area code, I don't see the 25 point change being a bigger effect than the immigration change. And so I don't see it doing a ton to the housing market, Roy. Okay. In tandem with whatever the Bank of Canada does, in tandem with the supply chain, in tandem with everything that moves in this country, are the actions of the federal government. And we have an unusual reality here. We have a minority government that's behaving like it's a majority government because the opposition parties are essentially helpless. They're like they're bobbing around in the Atlantic Ocean without anything to keep them afloat which is too bad because they have opportunities. Anyway, so we have a prime minister who said during the federal election that he doesn't think about monetary policy. He also has said in the past that budgets balance themselves. So what role do you believe this federal government has to play? And are you expecting anything really positive to come out of the Trudeau administration? No, um, I've been saying for years that if anybody can fix a country, Trudeau can too which tells you what I think about the Trudeau government. I think the best thing that Trudeau can do is to leave the Bank of Canada alone. Because if I was asked, do I trust the government or do I trust the Bank of Canada to do its job? I would trust the Bank of Canada, even though right now I have to admit, if you looked at their report card, they've slipped a little because they said we are going to bring in policies to keep inflation at around 2%. And it's not at 2%. In fact, it's closer to three times that. But I think if the government was smart right now, it would put its mind at what it can do, which of course is opening up the economy, giving business, both small and large entrepreneurs, a chance. That's what the government can do. Leave economics to the economists at the Bank of Canada, but open up business and give people a fighting chance. Okay, so I'm going to, in a few minutes' time, be speaking with the senior vice president of MNPLTD in uh, in this country, and their consumer debt index has reached record lows lower than it's ever been since it was introduced. We now have a reality. Here's the reality. 45% of Canadians are not confident they can cover their living expenses this year. That's 45% of Canadians not confident they can cover their living expenses this year. Not luxuries, living expenses. And 46% of Canadians are saying as well they're within $200 of not being able to meet their monthly bill obligations. How does all of this fit into what we've just talked about? Well, number one, noting that the government unfortunately couldn't give a damn about those statistics or they'd have left businesses open. So I'm very cognizant of that. And my prescription to that as an economist is you may have heard there's a fancy term out there called the paradox of thrift, which means savings is good for a household, but it's not so good for an economy. But right now, households have to save. Households have to be very discriminant with their consumption spend what they have to, but know that these bad times, these potential bad times are not sadly as far away as they have been at other times. So I would tell um, Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner, Mr. and Mrs. Renter, be very careful with your spending and right now save, save, save for the rainy day that unfortunately isn't terribly far away. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.